Today's guest is a very funny stand-up comedian, funny-ass bitch. Her name is Kiki Anderson. That's me, funny-ass bitch. <laughs> she told me that's how she wanted to be introduced. <laughs> no, I didn't. You can't just throw me on the spot like that. Now she's really not cool. I'm tuning out. No. <laughs> no, how you doing? Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm super pumped. You know, I'm risking my life, but right. coronavirus. We understand. Yeah. Coronavirus. It's all good. Yeah, we're safe. <laughs> but uh, Kiki's a former journalist. Yeah. Um, used to work for the news. The news. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you were the man, right? Like you were the media. Tell us that. Tell us that. Like what was that about? You know. What like, was it like yeah. being a real life Veronica Corningstone? Uh, <laughs> it was just like that, actually. <laughs> a lot of jumping into like panda enclosures and. Yeah. <laughs> Should kill anybody with a trident? Yes, yes. But, you know, I don't like to talk about that because it's yeah. Too I was going to say me. if you did, if you've done that recently, you should probably lay low for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so you you used to do journalism and now you do comedy. Yes. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about the transition from that to that? Because I did right. the same thing. Uh, oh, yeah. sure. So where do I start? Uh, I started doing news in Oregon, and then nice. I moved back. To the east coast i went to baltimore was doing local news out there um but i always wanted to do comedy and so when i moved i was like all right this is it i'm gonna pull the trigger just get out there start doing stand-up and i thought i was gonna have to drive all the way to dc to do it but i found that baltimore had this amazing comedy scene and so i started doing it you That's know tight. i didn't know that. yeah they got a great scene out there Very um nice. you know i think the bigger opportunities are in dc but baltimore you know, it's a really yeah. welcoming place. You can create your own scene there. You can create your own show, and, you know, people welcome it. That's awesome. Yeah, so I started doing it out there, and I kind of kept it a secret at first. I didn't want anybody to know. I didn't want to get in trouble at work. Yeah. Um, but there's no secrets in Smaltimore, so right. uh, people found out, and I loved it so much. I became addicted, and here I am. I quit my job to pursue this. There <laughs> it is. That's awesome. Go. Right. That's real tight. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, one, I didn't know that there was, a, like, even a scene in Baltimore. And, like, just going from, like, the news, I feel like that would be such a hard thing to do as, like, a stand-up comic because you have to be so – you have to be, like – I mean, when you're talking on the news, you're not talking like your real self. It's almost like a scripted version of yourself. I don't yeah, know, I don't know and I struggled was... at first. It was, like, every time I'd stand up to do stand-up, I would talk like this. And yeah. they were like, why the fuck are you talking like that? <laughs> More jokes coming in, too. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's funny. I would think you'd have a lot of material at the open mics because you like you do like a like a like a package that day, and then you just go talk about the fucking situation on the stage. Right. You know, <laughs> think that, and there was so much I wanted to say, but that was kind of the pivotal yeah. decision because it was like I want to say all these things. I want to make fun of what happened today. I want to make right. fun of the person I interviewed. Not that I was always doing mm -hmm. that. You know, I I like the people I was talking right. to usually, but. I just had a lot to say, but I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, I didn't want people to be like, oh, you're biased or whatever. Right. Because mm -hmm. so. it's tough being like a public figure, like even like a football player and stuff like that, or, you know, whatever it is, if you're a politician or something like that. If you're in the public, like I, most of the time, people can just like rip you apart. If, like, yeah, if you on Channel 8 every five days a week, people right. recognize you. Yeah, you, you can't know, just walk you, out. Did you ever have that? Like a, like a, like a situation where like people like see you at the grocery store and shit and they come like, like hey. Yeah, but it was never uh, a kind interaction. It was always like, you look better on the news. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was going to say, that'd be, that'd be shitty, too, because, like, I don't know, at least, 
like when you're famous, people just don't get like like they just don't give you any respect. They'll just walk up to you and like people you don't want to talk to. Like you're just trying to go to the store and like get some fucking milk and come back home. Like you haven't eaten coffee or anything. You're fucking tired, and people coming up to you. Oh my god, you're the Channel A lady. Like. <laughs> What's that like? And I was like, fuck off, man. Like, yeah. yeah, or the worst part is like when they tell you, oh, I've got a pitch for a story. And they like, I mean, they'll go off on like some conspiracy theory. And you're like, listen, I'm just here to pick up my almond milk. Home. <laughs> almond milk. I love how you switched it to almond milk. <laughs> here we go. No. I actually like almond milk. Almond milk's pretty good. I can't do oat milk, though. That shit. I'm an oat milk person. You're an oat milk I'm, person? Yeah, but I feel like it's hella fattening. Like, I've been working out, working out every day. Well, it's still in our fridge. We have Jabari. He's our vegan roommate. So he has, like, a whole se- – he's, like, the top right section of the fridge. And it's all vegan shit, oat milk. I told him. I said, bro, any of shit ever goes missing, it wasn't me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> all this food is safe. Not Don't worry, bro. If somebody's sipping on that oat milk at 1230 at night, it sure as shit ain't me. <laughs> I ain't drinking that shit. <laughs> No. I feel like Nate just needs to be high enough and be like, I'm going to try this. <laughs> I mean, I try it. I don't know. But... I've seen Nate really high. <laughs> he still hasn't eaten any oat milk. He just cracked jokes about it. <laughs> oh, I ain't eating none of that shit. Oh, man. I got, no, I ain't, I ain't a fan of none of that. <laughs> it's got the same, like, creamy consistency as regular milk. It tastes good. It's not like almond milk. Almond milk's like kind of watery you know I, I get the watery but i like i don't know i, I don't the, the type of almond milk that i like isn't really like the healthy almond milk it's like the like the full of sugar french vanilla almond milk <laughs> well, why are you even bothering drink the real thing then i know i mean but but almond milk like french vanilla almond milk like feels like a, like almost like a treat as opposed to like regular milk which is like i should i just i don't know i've been this is just sustenance. i've literally have been drinking a glass of milk with dinner since like i've been a child and that's why he's six five every day my parents would like finish your milk and sometimes i would like have already drank a glass and like i filled it up again because it was like i was like thir- like hungry and then i finished my food and i was like oh yeah dan and his brother i had like three quarters of a glass full of milk and my parents were, like you better finish your milk and i'm like <laughs> him and his brother's been playing milk pong at fucking thanksgiving <laughs> yeah right Is that that's why they're all family they're vikings yeah they're- vikings <laughs> I'm the tallest at six five. Pat's still Pat's six five. Pat, I'm like six five and I don't know something, but Pat's six like, five and a half. Yeah, I'm six five and a half. <laughs> um, I'm way taller than everybody. No, uh, <laughs> is there anybody short in your family that's like a huge disappointment? Like, no, no. Baseball? I mean, the shortest one you is my dad. Off? My dad's the shortest one. He's six one. He's my da- all my brothers are six two, six three, six. You guys five. are all avatars. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I don't know, like. I'm just a basic Midwest family. Like, we like sports, played football, basketball, baseball year-round. I know. feel like Midwest is, like, tall people town. Like, the West Coast, too. Like, I grew up on the East Coast, and I'm only 5'5". Five, five. Am I good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Just ain't getting closer. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> More intimate. We're having a no, NPR just talk show hour. It's like ASMR. Hey. What the fuck get, is get that? Real That's just, the, you know what it is. It's like the weird. Like, That's the shit where the. Fucking people's eating on getting it's paid on their OnlyFans to eat. It's like yeah. the whisper thing that people like to listen to. <laughs> Who the no, fuck listens that. to that? I fucking hate that. People like that. People like why? Because it's soothing. Because it's soothing. No, it's fucking not. You got something fucked up in your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, your version. I feel like Nate's version Nate, is just yeah. like a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's makes like, me feel good. Yeah, that's like that's like a fucking uh, like the killer. Like, well, he's got the the knife to your neck. Just, you're never gonna get out of this. You son of a. <laughs> if I 
Venmo me ten dollars for some cigarettes. <laughs> Check out that podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, where were we? Where were we? You're so, talking about Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you are a Viking, and I've never met any Vikings growing up on the East Coast. Like, I was the tall friend. I'm only 5'5", five five, but I was the tall one in my friend group. Oh, man. And then I moved you only out. only 5'5"? Five five? Yeah, and before I got my scoliosis surgery, I was 5'4". I grew a full inch. When scoliosis it, <laughs> surgery? Yeah. Scoliosis hooked you up with another inch? Well, how did that happen? What's that? Uh, it's where your back's like... Well, I know what scoliosis is, but what's the surgery? They put a bunch of fucking drills in your back and then get braces and then fucking... That's it. It's like, you ever see like a steak like in a flower? Like, it's just like, that's yeah, me. I'm right. a flower. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and, and I love that. I love that uh, interpretation of scoliosis surgery. You gotta take see, the See, I'm a beautiful flower, and then the scoliosis <laughs> like just braces to help me grow into like my beautiful self. Basically, you gotta, you gotta find the beautiful and the ugly. Right. Like, scoliosis. Such my a only glass connection is the Quasimodo. So I'm like, all right, that right. can't be the only comparison. <laughs> I ain't the fucking Notre Dame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I graduated high school. They're like, listen, we got a job with a bell. <laughs> Did you guys ever have braces on your teeth? Yeah. No. I had, I never had braces on my teeth. I always had a big gap when I was younger. My brothers would make fun of me so much. They would sing the, you know, the Gap, the store, like the clothing store? They would sing their theme song to me, like, all the time. Can you sing it to us? I, I can't, but they would be like, falling to the Gap, falling to the Gap. <laughs> I was like, fuck you guys. And you guys are I'm all tall. <laughs> I feel like some serious fights went down in that house. Oh, man. I, one of the funniest fights was my brother Pat. Like, or no, my brother Brian, who's the, he's number three in the, in the tier. He's like stuck. My, we were playing with like sticks in the snow, and he like threw this giant branch at my brother Pat and hit him in that like the right under the like like right in the orbital bone. And my brother Pat just gets hit. He's like ooh ooh, and then it's like a flip just turned on his head and he's just like like super angry and he just chased Brian down across like the the entirety of the house because we lived on a corner and like he chased him around the house and then tackled him and then just shoved his face repeatedly into the snow and there was like six inches of snow on the ground at the time and like it just snowed so Brian literally just got white they call it getting whitewashed. Or <laughs> There's a name for it. It happens oh, yeah. frequently enough. Oh yeah, because like, like kids that's get, what that is. When there's snow on the ground, kids get bullied, pushed in the snow, fucking <laughs> shove their face in the snow. Like how that? Because there's there's no like marks like that that come from that. You know, like you can shove a kid's face in the snow. His face is red for you know ten minutes, but I feel like that for me is grounds to stop being friends with somebody. But like it's your brother, so you can't <laughs> feel like I am not your friend. Oh yeah, anymore. well that's news to me because they don't it don't snow in Louisiana. Oh. Yeah, dude, it snowed, snowed down there one time on Christmas. On Christmas, that's what I got. What yeah. was that like? A movie. Because <laughs> we, we used Christmas to wearing story. shorts in December. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't used to no snow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like a Louisiana version of a Christmas story or like a Wonderful Life. Yeah, crawfish story. Yeah. <laughs> Alligators out there? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. You yeah. can't be like dunking people in a swamp. They won't come back. Right, yeah. I, uh, the, <laughs> dude, they got alligators here. Yeah. I thought it was so <laughs> funny. One of the first jobs I did at one of the first security gigs I did out here, they had me working on Rodeo Drive for like because uh-huh. it was like a private security company. They do contracts for different businesses. And they had me go to Rodeo Drive. And that was the first time I've ever been over there. It's all that expensive, boozy shit in Beverly Hills. Away. Yeah. They had me in this stupid ass store that I felt like it was like a billion dollar elevator. You know what I'm saying? Like it just felt like the like all the 
clothes and they was all stupid as shit looking too with spikes on them and looked like some fucking emo chicks and six, that 16 year olds made it like a with fucking topic. like rhinestone belts you know what I'm talking about yeah. like a fucking like a, emo belts like, like a fancy hot it? topic yeah like they put but they glued them bitches on a fucking on a, on a fucking Reebok and was trying to sell it for $400 yeah they glued and some like, fake diamonds fam- on a Reebok you know whatever it's funny because it's supposed to be like punk but punk is supposed to be like you know, Played the poor out. people's thing. And it's like, wait, but we're making it rich. I don't know. But these sons of bitches, <laughs> they had me in a suit over there. And I'm standing there, and they're like, all right, so we need you to count all the items. As soon as I got there, like, count all the items in the store. I was like, what? All right, fine. <laughs> so I'm counting these items. I'm like, why am I counting them? They're like, so we can keep track of them throughout the day, make sure none of them goes missing. I'm like, all right. I'm like, whatever. They're like, make sure you stand by this case. And I was like, there's a glass case in the center. I was like, fine. What's in? I was like, what's in there? There's a purse and some wallets and whatever. And I asked the dude after about two hours, little little prissy dude. I was like, "Hey, bruh, what's in this? What's in this case?" And he looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, "I was like, why? Why is that? I was like, what's up with this purse?" He's like, "Like I just called his mom a bitch." He's like, <laughs> he's like "That purse is worth forty thousand dollars." And I was like, "What? What forty G for what? What is it?" He's like, That's "It's alligator skin. Either. It's alligator skin." Oh, wow. And I was like, 40 G's for alligator skin? <laughs> I said, all right, bro. Well, hmm. I was like, can I go take that smoke break now? He's oh. like, there's no smoking in Beverly Hills. I was like, oh, my bad. Can I go take that bathroom break right now? <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. So I go outside, smoke a cigarette, call my boy John Luke. I'm like, hey, bro, <laughs> these stupid idiots are paying 40 G's for alligators over here. Go in the backyard, shoot three of them, <laughs> and send them to me. <laughs> and we got us a business, dog. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait, because there's, like, a lot of them, right? Like, they're, like, cockroaches. They're oh, everywhere. Yeah. They're not, like, cockroaches, but they, they got a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, they got a, a shitload of I, I bet, them. I, I would imagine in the Midwest they're more like deer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you'd be I driving mean, your car, and then it's like, oh, shit! Well, you they know? got them in the bayous. Sure. They got them in the canals. They got them in the river. They got them yeah. all over right down there in the Gulf. So, they everywhere. Plus, you were from, the like, the bottom of the tip yeah. of the boot. So, like... Yeah, the piece of land I'm from is one mile wide. Yeah. Wow! They got a they got a levy on this side. Yeah, gators and then on, a on levy this side. Yeah. So you have to be nice to all your neighbors. Like you can't have neighbor. Everybody was cool. Yeah. I mean, they had people that don't like each other, but like, right? I, you see I each mean, other every day. People, people, yeah, well, they got people. That, I mean, yeah. I feel see, like small they, towns they solve their own problems. They like, do, but there's two sides to that because yeah. they got people like that'll like have a squabble with your best friend who lives in the house in the three doors down. Y'all been friends your whole life, but some one of them got pissed off, and now they just. Don't talk for fucking however long. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's very petty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that are very petty. But it's about overcoming that. And then you see them at Christmas, and you're like, all right, bruh, fuck it. You yeah. know? Like, that kind of shit happens all the time. Like, little riffs. I'm sure that happens between, oh, the, yeah. you know, people I mean, and yeah. families. Dude, I got a gigantic family, so that's like, people are, you know, who, I mean, I'm not going to share personal family, you know, issues, but... There's, I mean, there's all, no, yeah, no. I, it's not like they're abundant. I ain't even trying to go down that road. I was <laughs> just saying, you know, yeah. like two of my boys, John Luke and Matt Lynch, we've been, we all been friends our whole lives, but they go through rifts where they're each other's worst enemy. And they literally live not not <laughs> a fucking like mile everyone's apart. everyone's married. Like everyone that, is like in a right. unified relationship together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, uh, it's funny. I'm sick of to your see. face today. Like, see who your friends in the Gators is chilling. <laughs> they down there, yeah, bro. They uh, <laughs> down there posting Facebook statuses, blocking each other on Facebook. <laughs> Grown ass men still doing it. Like, <laughs> I know. I always used to joke when I did news that like, no matter what you post, like we literally, I mean, I'm not joking. We did sometimes have to cover like 
fucking pet adoptions. And it doesn't yeah. matter what you're covering. The third comment always gets racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? We're covering cats. Or, We're talking about like, cats. or it could be homophobic. Like, why y'all got them two male cats in the same pen? They should be with the women cats so y'all can make more cats. Well, you know, just something that has nothing to do. The way to, God intended. Right, just the way Jesus wanted it. Did you, did you have it? Uh, does any uh, really funny, like, stories or from that you had to cover come to mind? Uh, funny stories that I had to cover. Um, or like, how did that work? Like, what was like the system? Like, did y'all have like a news meeting and then they give you a, a couple, like to, like a uh, beach to go take care of or like? Yeah, so you have to come in with three ideas. That's what I was gonna like, say, did you bring things. your own or? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it depended on the day and who was working and how your boss was feeling. A lot of times you get assigned stuff, but I don't know, I mean, I covered everything, like really horrible things, but also like, I mean, I was in Oregon when weed got legalized, so that was a trip. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> it was like, like weed's legal, guys, woo! I just bought this at the store. Right, signing <laughs> off. Signing off. <laughs> Kiki <laughs> Anderson, blasting off. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> if only, you know, the shit that I could have gotten away with, like, at the time, you know, you're 22 years old, and, like, this is your first big job, so you take it so seriously, but I'm like, man, I should have done way more fucked up stuff. <laughs> like, who was watching, you know? <laughs> well, shit, even if you do fucked up stuff and it gets aired, that's like a clip that could go viral these days. Like, a, you, you see it all the time with, like, small-town stories that get blown up. Like, I'm uh, the guy that was, like, an outside field reporter that got a bug flew in his mouth. Yeah, this country-ass town. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the, the, the story of like Latarian Milton, like the little, it's like a, he's like an 11 year old kid who stole his mom's car and like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? It's, it's fun, fun to, to do, do bad, bad things. things. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do hood rat stuff for my friends. Oh, that's where that yeah. comes from? Yeah. yeah, it's a little kid who just boosted his mom's car. His grandma's car. Yeah, his grandma's car and just fucking it's fun to do rode bad it around things. like in a Walmart parking lot, just hitting every fucking car. Where is he now? Oh, I, Somebody the, should follow up. They, uh, they, he's in jail. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sad. Damn. Yeah, you're going to have to Google that. He's like, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, uh, one time we were doing this story in Baltimore. Uh, there's a lot of great characters out there. And uh, we got a call that there had been a child bitten by a dog. Oh, man. And so we go, I think it was in West Baltimore. And we go out there. I mean, it looks like something out of a TV show. Because, like, when something big happens in Baltimore, and, you know, that is big comparatively you know right uh the whole neighborhood comes out and they're all quarreling and they're all yelling and they're yelling at the cops and they're yelling at us and i'm like okay this is like a very like contentious situation let's find somebody that's like on the outskirts we don't want to piss anybody off right so we see this little lady walking away and we go and we're like hey did you see what happens and she starts acting out what happened (laughs) she's like so then the dog came and the dog like bit the kid and he was like Unfortunately, the story never got aired because we had like breaking news that day. But oh man, oh man, like you that's get probably the in the archives people. somewhere. But going into stand up, how did that? Like, when did you decide? Because I know you said you did it on like while you were doing journalism. Mm-hmm. But when did you like? When did you really feel like? You know, this is where I'm going. You know. Well, I always because the way I even got into news, my dad was a journalist, and when I was trying to figure out what I was going to study, like. I always wanted to do comedy. Like, I loved Jon Stewart, which you are so lucky you met him. That's my (laughs) idol. Uh, I wanted to be just like him, but I didn't know anything about comedy other than that I liked it. Like, I didn't know what an improv class was or a stand-up class. I I didn't, like, understand that world. Nobody had ever exposed me to it. So I was like, well, I'm going to go do news because, like, my dad did it. That makes sense. So 
hopefully someday I'll land here, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I really liked news. Like, I really enjoyed the job, and I got to see a lot of cool stuff. But yeah. once I started doing stand-up, you know, I had this conversation with a friend that was so instrumental to, like, who I am today. Because he was like, listen, you're risking your job to do this. That means you can't help help yourself. Like, you right. cannot help yourself but do stand-up. There's something you, there that's yeah. that fire that's burning that you need to... Yeah, because, like, I'd have to go to work at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'd be at the comedy club till 2. So, Damn. like, if I'm putting right. my health and, like, my my career at risk, it meant that It's something me. that right. means like, a lot. I, this yeah. is something I really want to do, yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of like, you know, like, I did kind of the similar thing. Like, I went to school for journalism. I graduated in that, and um, I wanted to talk about the Saints on TV. That's what I went for. I wasn't gonna talk about no fucking politics or nothing. That <laughs> just wanted to talk. I about wanted to talk about the Saints on TV. <laughs> yeah. But um, I wanted to work for like ESPN. But um, after doing it, you know, and then I think this might. I don't know if maybe you can relate to it, but like after doing like actual news stories and shit like that, like for school and different things, it was like this is so serious. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I get it, but like I want to have fun with yeah. it. You know, I want to make people laugh. Yeah. Like, like you said, like you love comedy. I do too. I love laughing. I don't know. Love, making people laugh is one of the best feelings in the world, is it not? Totally. Like, right. Like, it's a very, first like, time you The first time you can make an entire group of people, like, you know, like 10 or more people, like, just belly laugh, and you're just sitting there like... 10 or yeah. more people, dude, it doesn't even matter if it's one right. person. If you're just having a conversation <laughs> exactly. with somebody, right. you make like, somebody laugh, you know, like, it feels good. You know, especially depending on who the people is. Right. Like, I love making people laugh, especially, yeah. like, you know, if I can make, like, this person laugh, yeah. I'm like, I know I'm doing something. You I know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, well, and I felt like, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just, like, complain about the news industry, but I could for, like, an hour. (laughs) Uh, But there was very, as much as I loved the job and I loved not having an office job, like, the romantic moments were very few and far between. And for me, the one laugh felt like all of my news romantic moments. You know, it was like all my good days in news were felt in that one laugh. Yeah. Like, this feels better. So here I am. Exactly. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, it's like about who you make and laugh too. So, you know, like growing up, that's kind of how I got into it. It's just like doing voices and impressions of famous movies and stuff that we would watch, you know, like quote it, quote it to my brothers. And like, you know, we would also like, we, I don't know, we'd always just bounce back impressions like me and my brother Pat. Like it was always, I think we, we started with like Christopher Walken and like a Forrest Gump impression mm-hmm. and then it just branched out from there. That's how it starts. But yeah. But Christopher just, Walken was very so instrumental you, to a lot of people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially many impre- impressionists, a lot of impressionists just start off with walking. Yeah, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. going back to what I was saying, I guess is, you know, making people laugh is the best, mm-hmm. you know. And right. I guess that is what, you know, you was kind of talking about with the transition because, you know. But now that comedy's dead, I want to kill myself. It so. ain't. <laughs> oh, my God, I should have stayed in news. Right. <laughs> nah, yeah, you'd have plenty to talk about on the news right now. No. Coronavirus, coronavirus. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have to feel bad for the weathermen out here because, like, I had to do weather for a minute when I was in Oregon. Oh, my God, it's got to be the laziest fucking job in L.A. Yeah. You're the weatherman. You literally just like, Another day, another beautiful again. fucking day in sunny, uh, fucking sunny California, man. You're 90 degrees. That sounds like a shithead weatherman. <laughs> but I bet you he still gets the most hate mail. <laughs> like... He probably Weather people get shat on so hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bob Breck back in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they always have the fucking weirdest name too? It's definitely like there's there was a guy in Toledo, Ohio, because like I live in like Southern Michigan, so I would get we'd get the Toledo news and like the Lansing news, and there was a guy named I think it was Dallas Rains or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, dude, your last name is Rains. Of course you're gonna be a fucking weatherman. <laughs> like, oh, man. like you were fated for this shit. I I had a dentist named Sheila Brush. 
<laughs> I was like, well, you could have also been a hair hairdresser. <laughs> right. You ever have anything like that? No, I never had no Dr. Adderall or <laughs> none of that shit. <laughs> there was something though on the fucking action. Um, oh, fat animals. Right. So, um, <laughs> so Kiki's the real topic, the real reason. Yeah, the real, the real reason why we're here. So let's get yeah. to the real shit here. <laughs> so fat animals. Mm -hmm. Um, they are the best animals. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, what is the fattest animal you've ever seen? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fat animal connoisseur. It's like I don't drink, not cows, because I drink the oat milk. One hundred percent. Save vegan. the fat animal. Hashtag the save the fat animals. Save the fatties. Love the fatties. Love smoking fatties. Different thing. <laughs> Still just as cool. I feel like cows actually aren't that fat. They're just big. They're just big bones. They're just big bones. I've seen they get body shamed. I've but. seen so many videos of like cows being so happy, like like and like like cuddling up to like humans. I'm like, are these like pu like just big puppies that we're just slaughtering because they taste so good? I think that's true. I think that might be what it is. But Dang, they taste so dogs. good. I was walking my friend Monique's dog the other day, and I realized like vegans are gonna so come after me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just walking her dog, and I was like, this is so weird that we like take an animal and walk it and like it's normal like it exists in our society with if, if you took a cow and you did that that would be like totally obscene it's like get that oh, thing yeah, out of well, here like the amount of shit that that thing produces to right? you and have to like have a shovel just like on your shoulder just walking around all right daisy <laughs> i know i fed you a lot yesterday so let's get this over with like them cop horses in new orleans oh like, yeah the, oh my the god the cops yeah. just ride on the do horses they, on... do they pick it up or do they just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Them cops ride around on the horses down the French Quarter and shit. Yeah. And right on Bourbon Street, you know, they'll just have a big old pile of shit oh, just man. sitting there in the middle of the street. So drunk tourists, drunk people are just walking up and down the street. And if you're having a conversation, not looking where you're stepping, uh, next thing you know, your new J's oh, are fucking hit. <laughs> and your fucking day is fucked. You got to go back to the hotel or back to the house. Because ain't no ain't no number of paper towels going to fix that. They should have they should have just like foot <laughs> That shit stations. literally will go up to you, oh, past your ankle, son. Yeah, that's they like fucking pile. Oh. They pile. Oh, man. Dog. I ain't talking about little dog. I ain't, he yeah. knows. Oh. I ain't talking about little turtles, dog. <laughs> he puts it on. over there nodding because he fucking probably did it before, too. Like oh. we all have. Oh, man. You ever seen somebody fucking it passed out in a piss pile it. on Bourbon Street? Oh, <laughs> They got this one picture, bro. I'll find it on my phone after this. I've never been there. I'll send it to Holden, to, but there's a fucking picture. There's a fucking picture of this dude uh, passed out on Mardi Gras. It's my favorite New Orleans picture. Using like a cow pile? As a no, pillow? son. This dude is passed out in a fucking piss trough in, a, in the Razoo's bathroom. Oh, my God. Like the fucking, the long, the oh. long ass trough. That boy is, oh, it's fucking terrible. But gotta, the dude is sleeping. The dude is literally sleeping in a fucking piss trough. How does that happen? You just gotta be so million fucked dollar up. question. You just like, is this a bad? Like, you gotta literally have been getting getting knocked out maybe on the way down. Fucking like, blasted. Listen, I went to a party school and I have been very, very drunk and oh, I have yeah. never passed out in a fucking piss drop. There's or even just, peed myself. I don't yeah. get that. Who there's, just fucking pisses themselves? There's just different breeds of people, man. Like our boy Wachowski used to always get really fucked up, and uh, it was right when like the move it like Bernie dance came out. You yeah, know that? everybody's just everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker would literally just lay back. Like, <laughs> he would literally just lay back, not did not move his fucking body, but literally just lay, like back plank, like bend back, like at, bend himself to a ninety degree right. angle and just, just not do like, anything. Moves, like stand still there, 
like that in the fucking middle of the dance floor. I'm like, all right, somebody got to drive him home. Pick his fucking keys. (laughs) He ain't going nowhere. He ain't getting in that truck. Sitting there hammered, just fucking eyes closed, just... Bet, yeah, like that's how he danced. 90 degree Whenever angle. they play that song, that was him, boy. Listen, he was feeling it harder than all of you. He was like, I'm in the moment. I'm absorbing the music. Yeah, have you got, I've, I've danced too hard before. Have you guys ever danced too hard? I, I was doing a... Uh, I mean, uh, too hard. Like, you hurt... Well, I, I don't know. Maybe you I'm... Pull just, a hamstring, I'm twerking? Big, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm a big person, and I was doing the... the, the it's not unusual, you know, the Carlton dance. Like, it's not unusual. Have <laughs> you injured yourself uh, dancing but I, like no, that? I smack, <laughs> I smack somebody in the fucking face with my arms. Because you got to swing your arms like, <laughs> like this. Uh-huh. And I, like, elbow this dude right in the fucking temple. Oh, no, is he okay? I felt bad. I mean, he, he was... It definitely hurt. I mean, I, I'm sure I've done similar... Like, hit, bumped into people while I'm dancing, but, like, the, if you're asking about dancing too hard, I guess the time I danced the hardest was... uh, <laughs> I got into a drunken dance competition, dance-off, Let's hear with uh, one of the baseball players from Nichols <laughs> one of, at no. one of the clubs I worked at. <laughs> I was really fucked up one night on my night off. And, Do you know, like, what the, what the song Oh, I know, yeah. What the songs yeah, were? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like, we was, to- we was something was happening, and we were taking, we were drinking together, and he said something, somebody hyped me up to dance. I think it was Cam, hyped me up to fucking Ooh, dance Nate's off. a great dancer. Nate, put and on for like, us, Nate, put on. like, what he said, and then, like, he did something. It was to Britney Spears Toxic. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Do we have video of this? No. Oh, man. Uh, before, this is, no. That before means camera yes. phone. Yeah, yeah, that means yes. We just have to ask the right person. Yeah, you call Rocco <laughs> and ask him. Call, ask Rocco. Call Rocco. <laughs> and ask, Of course his name is Rocco. <laughs> at, call Rocco and ask him for the security camera footage from them oh, back then. But, uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> Rocco, I got banned from that club. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of the dance. <laughs> That's hilarious. No. But, um, but, yeah, so, you know, did you... You made the decision to do comedy, and then you moved here, or uh, yeah. So you've been doing comedy in Baltimore, and then you were like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna move out here, and I'm gonna do comedy out here." Yeah. So when you're in news, you're usually on like two or three year contracts. My contract ended. We were moving my mom out here, and uh, I was like, "All right, this is it. Like, I can either sign another contract, or I can just come here, be right. with my family, and do this thing." So and here I am. Very nice. Uh. When you moved out here, you've been doing the comedy. You're very funny. Uh, you've been have we we had you on the show at the Jungle House. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a good spots. show. Yeah. Fun times. It's a it's it's a grower, not a shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good show. You guys had a big turnout. It ended up at the end of the night. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it like it just throughout like the beginning when it started probably like half the, half you know capacity yeah. and then by the end of the night there was like people in the back who you know standing room only type eating thing. kettle corn like crackheads. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think the kettle everywhere. corn is what ended up bringing a lot Malik of people said back. Alex yeah. said the kettle corn was what got him coming back. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like in LA especially because like. Sometimes you do these like bar shows and it's hard to get people there first of all cuz like if you're going to spend money on a comedy show you're going to go to the right. comedy store or the improv but like these house shows people are there cuz they want to be and you know it's like kind of a house party so it's got these chill vibes right. you can smoke and drink in the same place smoke yeah. drink you know it's and a it cheaper was, night out it was only 5 bucks like if you wanted a drink it was 5 bucks and you could have as many beers as you want type thing you know so and i had white claws and shit for the fucking californians californians <laughs> that was the first time i had a white claw I was not a fan. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I Thank still... Thank you so much for that. Yeah, that tastes like, I don't know, like... TV like, static. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> like TV static, exactly. I, I, it has to be like, I can't drink White Claw, yeah. It's... It tastes like... Fuck all like, seltzers. I'm saying it here. 
You heard it here first, folks. Seltzers are canceled. I ain't drinking that shit. They ain't canceled. They can beat it all they want. I, <laughs> I love how everybody it. got. If like, somebody drank your seltzer out the fridge, it wasn't, wasn't me, me, dog. <laughs> wasn't Not me. The oat milk. I Not promise you. I love how everybody's got their seltzers now. Like they even have a Natty Light seltzer. Ew. Wait, yeah. Okay, Natty Light is already like garbage to begin right. with, and then you made seltzer. It's like you just want people to suffer. Yeah. It's. I mean, what shitty beer did you used to drink? Uh, well, in high school, we I feel like had everybody Milwaukee's grew up. best. Milwaukee's best is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty you're going to sit here and say natty uh, shit, and you're going to talk about the Milwaukee's no, best? Right. Milwaukee's best has a, a higher uh, alcohol content. It's like 5.8 as opposed to... I don't natty care Lee. about that the math. <laughs> I don't care about the math. It's all about, you know, like... Because it's, it's all about getting more bang acid. for your buck. You know, if you drink Milwaukee's best, you need eight beers to get to, like, you know, ten, as opposed to... You know, twelve with the ninety eyes. What's the one alcohol that when you like smell it or think of it now, like you want to throw up? Taka. What's that? Taka vodka. It is the oh. shittiest vodka in the world. No, that's Vitaly. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Popov is uh, the worst. And, you and Popov. Uh, and Mad Dog. Mad Dog, yeah, Mad Dog. I know Mad Dog, but Popov. The, the blue I, one. If I, I smell the blue one, I'm gonna I, throw up. I got drunk on Popov and I blacked out, and like at some point I'd hit my nose and like swallowed a bunch of blood, and like I, I woke up and like threw oh, up a bunch funny. of blood. Like it was super, it was in my front yard, yeah. Let me tell you a story about Popov. <laughs> yeah. Popov? So, yeah. The Salem Man? <laughs> that guy. Fuck that guy. We hate that guy here. So uh, when I was living in Baltimore, um, the big thing was karaoke night that was on tuesdays and so uh gotta love karaoke we love karaoke they always had like the shittiest liquor and you know yeah, i was shitty, still mid 20 so i could still tolerate it but i feel like that's where my body started to change and be like listen we're adults now right. <laughs> so i didn't even drink that much but the next day i had to go uh drop my car off to get fixed like i had to get it fixed that day there was no way i could miss this appointment i wake up i'm like hella hungover so i drive my car all the way to the car dealership and I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Like, I'm going to fucking yak in this car dealership. So I get there, and they're like, listen, we're not going to give you a rental. We're out of rentals. I'm like, no, you have to give me a rental because I'm going to barf all over your carpet right now. Like, you have to get me back home. They're like, all right, fine, we'll get you a rental. <laughs> I pull over on the highway and just, like, puke everywhere. I'm like, oh, I'm good now. You were able to pull over, though? I, I was. I was like, listen, I'm not getting Discipline. <laughs> See? <laughs> So I get home and I'm like, I'm st still doing the news at this time. Like, I don't want any of my neighbors to see me like yeah. barfing. I realize that my house key is on the key that I gave the guy at the car oh, dealership. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I do? Do I just like throw up in this flower pot? <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm going to go to the playground and throw up in the trash can. <laughs> so oh, I go man. to the playground, I throw up in the trash can, and then I just like fall asleep on the bench. Oh wow! On the park bench, that is that is a a pop off story to be had. That is a pop. That is the last time I had pop off right. today. So you said earlier that uh that John Stewart was one of your uh, one of your comedy idols. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What uh who else? Is there any other people that like really inspired Nate you? Nate Welch has been very <laughs> oh. influential to my career. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> oh, happy to have a fan much. on the on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about Nate is like when you say something nice or when he says something nice, he says it like real angry. <laughs> it's like that's how he like shows affection. He's like, I'm I'm so happy I'm mad. Like, uh -uh. <laughs> Let's fucking go, ball. No, dude, I've seen you. I've seen you get you're like trying to hold in your excitement and it it comes out as like anger. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, what's what's wrong? 
and you're like, fucking tight ass news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like if like Nate wants you to know that you're his friend, he's like, I will murder somebody for you. Like I will literally kill them. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Anybody look at you stupid? You tell me. <laughs> All right. That's love. That's well, love. I appreciate that. Very I appreciate much. it. I've experienced that from the jungle house. Anybody fucking around at the jungle house, pff, bounce the ass out of here. <laughs> my fucking house. <laughs> my boy's show is my fucking house. Right. <laughs> Come on in. I got two rules. Don't start no shit. Don't break my shit. All right. There you go. <laughs> or I'm gonna break your shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so thank you, I guess. But uh, <laughs> on the real, but like, uh, so like, what are like some of your like favorite comedies that maybe like inspired you to to want to take that? Like movies, TV, special. Uh, well, you know, I'm half Jewish, so Mel Brooks was big in my household. You half Jewish? I'm half Jewish. I didn't know that. My Latin side too. My oh. mom's from Argentina, but she's a Jew. A Jewish Latina. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It's very confusing. It's like a lot of guilt and a lot of passion and. Why the fuck would you have guilt? Because <laughs> that's just in our culture. It's like. What one? The Latino or the Jewish? Both. Oh, damn. Yeah. Leave <laughs> 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 on real thick in our household. Oh, man. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> like, if your mom ever said to you, I'm not mad at you, I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my whole life. That's <laughs> like, like, that hurts 10 times worse. Yeah. yeah like, my dad screams at me, yeah. I'm like, whatever, dad. You don't know me. But if he's like calmly just being like, Daniel, can't believe you did this. <laughs> be like, you know. So yeah, or it's like, yeah, no, you know, like, it's fine that you haven't called me in, 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 you know, one day. I just, you know, I miss you, and I think about you, and, you know, I was thinking about what I'm going to make you for dinner, and I'm like, fuck, mom, okay, like, <laughs> my, yeah, come my, on for dinner. So, like, if my mom cooks and I'm starting to eat it, she's like, I don't hear nothing, and I'm like, yeah, it's good, mom. She's like, oh, I'm like, she's like, here's, get some more. I was like, I'm good. I had enough. She's like, oh, you didn't even like it. <laughs> I'm like, Ma, I loved it. It was delicious. I'm just, I'm just full. She's like, oh, you don't even like your mama's cooking. Oh, I'm man. like, Ma, stop. <laughs> you're fishing. Well, you, that's like what they say. Right, like, you're uh, fishing you're, for compliments. Yeah, like, yeah. they always like, you're fishing. Oh, you, look at you, you're fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that my mom works that way too, or like. She would call me like, you little son of a bitch. I'm like, Ma, <laughs> you, you, you'd realize you're calling yourself a bitch. <laughs> you're right? Oh, man. <laughs> like, yep. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, we got that too. In Spanish, it's hijo de puta, hija de puta. I'm like, mom, you're, puta? Pu- you're the puta. I don't know. You're the puta. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, bitch? Yeah. Puta. What's, been know, de- you, what, oh. what's bendejo? Bendejo literally, me- it means pubic hair, but the way that it's used, it's like young dude or like this this guy, you know? This dude. <laughs> but for some reason, we decided that pubic hair is like... Damn. This dude. What, uh, what's the shittiest job you've had? Like coming in from... You know, uh, <laughs> shittiest job I don't know if Did you ever have like Any starter Like what was your starter job Did you start the off with like First job was I worked at a donut shop I was the donut dipper And I remember The first time they asked me To make coffee uh, I had never made coffee In my life It was 6 o'clock in the morning He's like Go make the coffee And so I'm like staring At the bag of ground coffee I'm like What do I do with this Where does it go in the machine So I'm like Just really stressed out About the situation I just take a cup of coffee I put in the thing I put in hot water And I just stir it And I give it to the guy <laughs> oh man! Like, I literally almost like 
spilled it out. He was like, what the fuck is this? It tastes like mud. And my boss literally gives me this finger. It's like, because I'm like hiding behind the donut machine. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And you just giving him this finger? Like, I asked you, motherfucker. You didn't train me. What? Right, I'm 16. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. And so he's like, what did you do? And I, I explained to him, like, well, I took the thing and I tried to dissolve it in the water. And he's like, what do you think the machine is for? And I'm like, I have no idea. Damn. <laughs> So yeah. I'm pretty like triggered by different coffee machines. Like one of the jobs I worked out here, somebody was like, oh, can you make the coffee? And I was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot make the coffee. It's like PTSD over making coffee. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a load of questions. Can I? Yeah. Do I, will I? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> will, I, will I make it right? That's a, right. What kind of machine is it? Is it a Keurig? Because I could do that. Yeah, right. That's what pop a little cup in. Boop, boop. Yep. Why ain't it working? What did you put water in it? Oh. Right. <laughs> I would have no idea how to work an espresso maker. Like, like I've seen, I see them. Like, I've seen Starbucks do it, where they like they grind it up and they put it in a little thing, like push it down, and then it looks like they're like a fucking train conductor for a couple. There's like steam popping off the top. I'm like, that's all board. That's all bougie shit. Shh. It it sounds like that fucking loud ass like. Like that scene in Dumber Dumber. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna do it. You didn't do it. You didn't execute it. Right. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna execute it. Mm. It's one of those things where Jim Carrey, like we watched Liar Liar, uh, when my family's back in Chicago, and like he's just one of those actors that like literally is just f- like 90% physical. Like the every muscle in his face he can control. I saw a thing where like uh, he like they did a motion capture of like they showed motion capture footage of him being the Grinch and like most of the facial features of him like it's all fu- like that big ass fucking smile thing that he does it's super creepy but yeah I uh, I was an extra on the set of Kidding which is the show he was in recently yeah and he was actually I mean he's a lot older now so he was a lot tamer than I expected right. him, to, him to be but he is that person though like when he would want to say something to the director or like want to do something again he would literally go like, I'm like yeah. what was that that was Jim Carrey yeah. like you recognize that noise from your childhood because he does oh, yeah. that a lot you're like ah like Ace Ventura <laughs> coming out that rhino's ass right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah see that's Tired. the shit that I would like quote and that's what like got me into comedy was just like those moments and stuff like that but it's always cool to like see the different levels of comedy like I mean we're still doing open mics and shit so like you know, you're practicing physical comedy, like, you know, your first couple. Because you can tell a joke and, like, be standing there with the mic, and it could be a funny joke, but mm-hmm. you could tell that same joke and add a, add a people's eyebrow in it, and it might be a funnier joke. <laughs> 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 or you can, you know, like, move a little, you know. There's always different ways of getting better and stuff, and I feel like, you know, the pandemic is kind of... It's definitely bad because nobody's able to do comedy and shit like that. But people are getting creative and like doing a lot of like Zoom shows and shit like mm-hmm. that. And I mean, I, I, I'm 0 and 3 on online roast battles, but you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep doing something. Like there's gotta be. That's why we're doing this podcast. You know, you gotta do something comedy. Making sketches, you know? doing podcasts, right. writing. You know, stuff, now's you know, a great time to be writing. Got some funny sketches throughout the quarantine. Thank you. Thank oh yeah. You. Very yeah. funny. Ones. You, wanna, you wanna tell us about any of those or? You can follow me go on IG. Yeah. Plug, well, plug. let's do that. Uh, why don't we... Uh, yeah, we'll hit our plugs. Hit, 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 your, hit, plug. your, hit your plugs. Uh, I don't, What's I don't your know Instagram? my Instagram. I think it's underscore Kiki Anderson it's underscore. Un- I never follow know where Kiki the underscores are. Underscore Kiki Anderson. Yeah. Underscore Kiki Anderson. The actual symbol, not the word. Thank you so much for coming through, Kiki. Appreciate Thank you, you very much. I uh, hope you had a good time. We had a blast talking to you. Oh, yeah. Um, here. Thank you. 
you know, uh, send you some pictures of fat animals. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think right of now. all right favorite favorite fat animal real quick. Did you say yours already? Oh, uh, no, um, hippos. Hippos, mm -hmm. good choice. Very deadly though. Mm -hmm. More people die from hippos than like a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. I think if I had a spirit animal, it would be a polar bear. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like cute. You had a pet, but fuck you up. But yeah, it's like one of the most dangerous things. I want. I want. Can can mine be like a fictional animal? What a hippogriff? No, I want to be Appa from the Last Airbender, a big sky bison. You want to be fucking hybrid? Sky bison. He's like a polar bear. I mean, that dude doesn't fuck around, man. Like, and he flies. He's a big ass floofer. You want to be a fairy bear? A fairy? I'm not a fairy bear. He's a sky bison. He's got a dope air. Do you have you you've seen that show? Don't give me like. No, I, I ain't you. seen it. You haven't seen that show? No. no. Thank you guys so much for for tuning in though. Thank y'all very much. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys. Where's our fucking second stimulus check, step daddy? <laughs> Send it. <laughs> See y'all later.